Today is the Solemnity of the Holy Family, and it's not going to be as much as I would like to. Find the one problem that keeps families from being holy, detect it, and then talk about it. Uh, I don't know what the answer to that is, but I do know some problems uh, with families that keeps families from being holy. And it's our idea of justice or fairness within the family, that this family member owes me this, or this family member owes me that, and until they repay this or repay that, then I am not going to act towards them. And it's this sense of entitlement or fairness or justice, whatever we might call it, that keeps the family from being holy. And while justice is a requisite virtue, Within society, justice, what we call commutative justice, commutative justice, that is, I give you a dollar, you give me a Snickers bar, this sort of fair exchange of goods in this way, is not enough to regulate the family. But it's something that we bring into our family lives often. Say, like, I give you this, you give me that, the transaction is finished. Rather, there are three virtues that are necessary for the good and continual peaceful family life. And I will talk about them uh, briefly. The first, the virtue of mercy. Virtue of mercy. Now, mercy, I like to talk about this in relationship to God and God's relationship to us. Because to even have justice, there's a prerequisite to have mercy. Because if we think about it, God was not forced to create us. God did not wake up one day, his secretary came to his door and said, look, you know what you have to do today is create the world and create man in your own image and likeness. No, God creates the world freely. He creates it out of no necessity that it's placed upon him. He is not fulfilling an obligation whenever he creates man in his image and likeness. He does it freely and out of mercy. And so that's important to understand all things out of justice. The only reason why justice exists is to order this free, loving gift of God in mercy. That mercy is not just some asterisk that we place on the order of justice. It is the very bedrock for the order of justice. Without mercy, we cannot even have justice. So that's the first point. But the second point, so we know that's God's relationship to creation, God's relationship to us, is what is a child's relationship supposed to be to his parent? And in the same way that we cannot repay God for his gift of giving us life, so a child cannot repay his parent for the gift of his life. A similar way, a child cannot do that. And so the virtue that the child has is not to act as if there will be one day where I will pay off my, the debts that I have to my parents so that I will be free of them. No, the virtue that the child must have is the virtue of piety. And that sounds a little odd. But the virtue of piety is the virtue that the, that the child should have towards the parent. Why? Because it is the same kind of virtue that we have toward God. When we recognize that we cannot 
repay back our parents the gift of life. So what we do is that we pay them back in a kind of excess. It's the same reason why whenever we want to get right with God, we don't go into the room and perform the sacrament of justice. You know, like we don't go to confession and say, okay, my, I, uh, I owe nothing more to God. Me and God, are, we're right. We're straight. Everything is fine. No, we go to confession to do the sacrament of penance because we have to give to God an excess because he has given us an excess. And so this kind of virtue that we children have to have towards our parents is the virtue of piety. That is, that we give back to our parents more than what is asked, in excess. Now, to be fair, I'm not saying, nor the scripture saying, nor St. Thomas Aquinas saying that the virtue of piety means indentured servitude. You know, that like children are just kind of the slaves of their parents because they can pay back nothing. No, this kind of piety allows us to free us to say, okay, there's no way in which I can pay back my parents for the gifts of my life. But what I can do is continually give myself to them freely. That's what the virtue of piety should instill in us. But what parents need to understand is in the same way that a child cannot repay back their parent in justice, so it would be unfair then for a parent to expect from their child something in justice. As if a parent could say to their child, I changed your diaper, now you have to do X. You have to do Y. That the way that a parent should relate to their child is in charity. Is in charity in the same way that God, in mercy and in charity, gives creation freely, so the parent does that to the child. Because he knows that the child cannot give back in justice what the parent has given to them. And so that is so important. Now, the reason why all of this sounds very simple and very basic, yet it still remains very rare within family life to have those two virtues of piety and charity. And the reason is, is because, as Pope Francis says, we kind of live in this throwaway culture. And we're very quick to kind of move off of our relationships with our family members so that we can move on to other relationships so that we can make debtors to ourselves. In other words, it's not comfortable being in a relationship where I need to exercise piety. It's not comfortable to know, yeah, I'm in this relationship with my mother and father, and I can never fully pay them back. It'd be much more comfortable just to simply say, I owe you nothing, let me do as I please. It'd be comfortable for a parent to say, look, I gave you life, now give me what's back to me. Give me back what's mine. But the parent needs to always remain in a position of charity. It's not comfortable because we live in such an individualistic culture to where we want to go and just do what we want and be freed of any kind of debts that we have. But this perpetual debt that exists within the family, it shows that the family is the building block of society and that the family itself cannot be dissolved because the family itself is the image of God, who exists, in a sense, as family, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we ask that the Lord can put within our hearts
this desire for humility to join us toward our families. Because even amongst the perfect, um, the perfect, you know, the holy family, even amongst Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, those two virtues still existed of charity and piety. That even the Son of God has to exercise the virtue of piety toward Mary and Joseph who raised him. And that Mary and Joseph also exercise that virtue of charity toward the Son of God. We ask that God can give us the humility to not be so quick to move off of our family lives, but to bind us to this debt of love that God has prescribed.